Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. If you are in the weight loss phase after your bariatric surgery, well listen up as I have a wonderful resource you are going to love. And yes, it's free. It's called Supercharge Your Weight Loss Success Starter Kit. It's a three-day mini course where I take you through the steps to supercharge your weight loss. You will become clear on what habits are taking you out of your weight loss zone and which are the key habits you personally need to foster to move back into where you want to be. Yes, to losing weight. Sound good? If yes, grab this free resource. The link is in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode, which I have called Weight Loss Phase After Weight Loss Surgery, Staying in Your Weight Loss Zone. And what I'm talking about today is going to be particularly relevant and of interest to people in their weight loss phase after their weight loss surgery. And I'm going to talk to you about a concept called your weight loss zone and how to stay in that zone for as long as possible. Because when you stay in that zone, your weight loss zone, which is the zone where you're losing weight for as long as possible, you are going to get the best results and lose the most weight after your weight loss surgery. So you're probably saying at this point, Jane, I kind of know what you mean by weight loss zone, space, the place where you're losing weight, but I want to explain it and I suppose dig into it uh, a lot deeper than that. So you have a really clear understanding of how I look at things as a bariatric dietitian. And I will then be bringing in uh, a story about my work with a client, and that will give you even greater understanding of what I'm talking about. I also call the weight loss zone the sweet spot. And I'm going to explain now exactly what I mean. I'm quite a visual person, so I want to paint a picture in your mind. And imagine we have a line, a nice big horizontal line in front of us. Your weight loss zone sits around the middle of that. And I'm going to explain what's either side of that zone. And that is going to give you a bit more of an idea of what we're talking about today. So if we're looking at that line, if we're looking at the left hand side of that line or that bar that you've got in your mind, that is one side of being out of your weight loss zone and that's the space where people can be not losing weight because they're having too few calories and too little protein so they're under eating and that does occur and that certainly does play a role in not uh, staying in that weight loss zone things can occur that pull people into that space i call it pull because it can be nausea 
It can be just not able to tolerate adequate intake. People that don't have the support to navigate and to work around those challenges. If there is nausea, really low appetite, and all those quite common things that can happen after weight loss surgery, good support helps you navigate those to bring up your your intake to being in that weight loss zone. Also, some people can pull themselves or take themselves into that zone from their experience with dieting. And what I mean by that is dieting culture and all the things in the the media will say, the less you eat, the more weight you lose. And it's actually not the case. So under eating, after weight loss surgery, can slow down your weight loss. You can lose some weight in that space from a scales perspective, but when you're in that zone, you are losing more lean body mass, more muscle mass than we would want you to lose. So that is that left-hand side of the weight loss zone. Now let's talk about the right-hand side. And it's more common that people have pulled by food choices and eating behaviors into the right-hand side of the continuum or the right-hand side of that weight loss zone. And that's where people are eating too much. It's overeating, it's overconsuming of calories, and often it's in the form of carbohydrates and fats. As we chat further in the podcast, you become clear of some of the habits and behaviors and food choices that can pull you into that space. And it does correlate really closely with people stopping tracking their protein intake, taking their eye off their protein intake as they move further down the track after their weight loss surgery. And what happens is protein intake decreases and at the same time, carbohydrate intake increases as well as fat intake. And that then leads to greater calorie or energy intake. So the right-hand side of the continuum, if we're looking at this bar or this line as a continuum, is consuming too many calories. So what's in the middle? Your weight loss zone is in the middle. That is the sweet spot where you're having adequate protein, but you have a deficit of calories. So you're having less energy intake than you need, and you're having adequate protein, and your body says, great, we are getting adequate protein, we are getting fed regularly. Your body says it's comfortable losing your weight, losing your adipose tissue. So in our bodies, we store fat as adipose tissue and we store carbohydrates as glycogen in our liver and our muscles, but we don't store protein. So we need protein regularly. We need it every day for a whole range of metabolic functions as well as to support our lean body mass, and that's our muscle. Also, the lovely thing about protein is protein is what we call a high satiety nutrient. It keeps you satisfied with a lower energy intake. It keeps you satisfied with a lower energy intake than carbohydrate or fats, and also it keeps you satisfied for longer. And so it's a wonderful nutrient for us to focus on. So to recap, your weight loss zone or your sweet spot is where you are satisfied with a deficit of calories, but adequate protein. And I love the word satisfied. So it's a space you can stay in. It's a space you can feel comfortable in. 
to explain and share this concept at even a greater depth, I wanted to share me talking about a client story where the work we did together in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp moved this client out of the overeating zone, over consuming zone after her weight loss surgery and moved her back into the weight loss zone. So here is the story about my work with Sarah. Sarah came to work with me at five months post-surgery and her weight loss has stopped at three months after surgery. So that was really early for weight loss to stop. Imagine it, five months after surgery and you've gone um, nearly half your time after your surgery with no weight loss. So what I do with all my clients and what I encourage you to do, if you are in a place of slower weight loss over time, or your weight loss has stopped or you want more, is to really observe what is happening, where in your diet there are opportunities to improve and also not only the what you eat, but how you eat. So in the observation period of the beginning to work together, Sarah and I, we went through, through this process and we really identified some really key things that were slowing down her weight loss or getting it to stop, okay? She was drinking too many milky coffees and ice lattes, and yes, they were adding to protein intake, but they were giving too many calories or too much energy. So that was one area that we identified. Another one was low protein intake in that kind of the bulk part of the day. I always talk about the early part of the day, but most of, for most of the day, she was getting to later in the day, kind of after work, and had uh, suboptimal protein intake. Okay, so that's another one. And then the other one, and this relates to that suboptimal protein intake earlier in the day, is that she was eating and snacking after dinner. The habit was quite ingrained. Her and her partner were very used to, before surgery, snacking and grazing after dinner. That was a very uh, significant habit that she had with her partner when watching TV, and it's a very common habit. So the three things we identified, there were other things that we, we identified and worked on, but these are really three big things that were keeping her out of her weight loss zone, that sweet spot that I was talking about. Milky coffees, iced coffees, low protein or suboptimal protein intake in the, the day period, kind of most of the day, and um, also night eating. And what happens with night eating is, you know, and my joke is, well, kind of, you know, it's my sense of humour, you know, when you eat after dinner, you feel a bit hungry, you don't reach for broccoli and salmon. You often eat for high energy, discretionary foods, there's high carbs and high fat, and then they add extra calories. So they were three things, very common things that we identified, and then we started working on them. And so when I'm working with somebody, and I encourage you to do this as well, it's not just what you eat, yes, it comes down to that, the very much how you eat can really play a major role in your post weight loss surgery journey. So we went back to basics, which I do for most of my clients, we go back to basics. We went through the weight loss success habits and they help lead Sarah into a weight loss zone, into that weight loss zone. And so what do we do? We put a good amount of protein 
into that early part of the day and we actually set a goal of how much protein she was to aim for by dinner, okay? And that was a very good win and a clear win because she could see and she said, I can really see how that, when I do that, how it helps her manage her after dinner eating. So that was one. She loved coffee and we kept some coffee, but we really put a, a limit on coffee. We put her coffee in the early part of the day when she was gonna most enjoy it. And we also got some protein in there. So coffee does not have to be eliminated, but we needed to limit the number of milky coffees. So that was another key win, okay? And then also another thing we focused on is my protein bites ratio of three bites of protein at a meal to one bite of other. So if you're going out, if you're traveling, if you're eating at a conference, you know, out of your kind of area of control, you do the three bites of protein, one bite of other, and you prioritize your protein. Your protein goes up and your calories go down because you are satisfied protein keeps you satisfied with less energy intake but also your carbohydrates drop down as well so that was another one and what happened over our period of working together was she went back into weight loss her weight loss zone and her weight loss is continuing it's a lovely example because it's such a common scenario you know for sarah to stop weight loss at three months after surgery that is particularly or quite early it does happen other people it might be you might be listening it might be you at eight months after surgery and it's definitely going to slow down particularly after the six months but i wanted to share this because her journey has been really quite typical and those old habits will come back old eating habits and they can be managed and we we do that step by step when we work together and we've moved her back into a weight loss zone that sweet spot Thank you for listening to that client story. I wanted to share it because it gives a real life practical example of what it looks like to change not only what you eat, but how you eat to bring yourself back into your weight loss zone. So Sarah, my client, and I work together in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp. It is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. It's for people both working up to and preparing for their surgery and any stage after having your weight loss surgery. When we start working together in the boot camp, we set goals for our time together, which is a four month period for the program and we develop a very personalized roadmap. Some of the areas that I focus on with my clients, as these are the really common areas that people struggle with after their weight loss surgery, are the nutrition basics, not only what to eat, but how to eat. Meal planning and meal ideas. Managing unhelpful eating habits that can not only slow down your weight loss, but also lead to weight regain. And also learning to trust food and your body again. If you would like to know more about working with me in the Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp, please apply to work with me. You will find the link to the application form in the show notes or in the bio in Instagram. We will get to know each other 
and we will see if I'm the right person for you. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.